Alright, let's get to it. It took us longer than we planned to actually hit record and actually start talking to each other. <laughs> this is episode four, I believe, of Fan Speculation, where we bring you your Marvel and Star Wars and other nerdy-esque type stuff on this podcast. I'm CJ Palmasano, joined by my co-host, Vincent Carini. I'm here and alive. Let's bring you up a little bit there, Vin. Go back in there. Am I here? You are here now. All right. CJ has brought me up. Your audio is a little better. And we're being joined by a very good friend of ours, our buddy Fred. Hello. Uh, I'm Fred Wells. I am a casual enjoyer of both Marvel and Star Wars, and uh, be prepared to be offended by my hot takes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. We actually mentioned Fred in the podcast last week, I believe. Yeah, but I have no recollection. We, because we were talking about because he's from Clifton and Brie Larson's from Clifton. Oh, correct. And we were and you were speculating whether or not he went to high school with her. I'm like, he definitely did not go to high school with Brie yeah, Larson. Yeah, because Brie Larson's like five years older than we are. And how old are you, Fred? I'm 24. Okay, so yeah, we're seven years. In, you know, my sister younger. might have actually been a freshman when she was a senior or junior. Because my go. sister went to the same high school like four years before my yeah. four years. When Captain Marvel's coming out, she fucking showed up at AMC yeah, that's, Clifton. That's the thing. I remember yeah. when the movie came out, she showed up at Clifton AMC, and I was like, oh, fuck, I wish I went there. Yeah, it was the shortest but I've ever seen the lines there. I heard she's got no ass. <laughs> You've heard? I heard you, she's got no ass. You can just look up pictures on the internet. And, yeah, doctor. And, and Tom <laughs> doctored. You want to believe she has a nice ass? You do want to believe that, of though. course, because she's a gorgeous woman. But yeah, she is. Not everybody's perfect. Yeah, let's just let's just hope her movie gets a lot of better writing, better dialogue, because I think she could be really, really well for the mm-hmm. character. It's just I think she was just given shit material. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyway, um, so we got a lot to talk about in this episode. Uh, we got a little bit of Star Wars to talk about, but this is going to be very, very Marvel heavy. So we're going to get the Star Wars out of the way real quickly. Uh, we are going to be getting the Bad Batch series mm-hmm. on May the fourth. Yep. And the episode's going to be like. A little over an hour, I think. Yeah, and I heard we're getting 14 of them. 14 episodes. Yes, sir. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 14 fucking episodes. Get ready to give 14 hours away. (laughs) You really going to be an hour long? uh, I think each one's going to be an hour long, and I think if they do it right, they're going to make the fucking finale two hours long. Listen, (laughs) I've wasted like nine hours of my life on season eight of Game of Thrones, so if they do have a uh, two-hour season finale, it's all good. Hmm. Have you, did you guys play Star Wars Commandos? Star Wars Commandos? No. But I'm playing no. I'm playing uh, Old Republic. So Star Wars Commandos was basically like you're given it was like uh, you ever play like a Tom Clancy's squad based game? I have a vague memory of what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. like uh, I'm trying to think. You were able to uh, command all three of your fucking teammates and they had like specific abilities and, bull- Wait, and bullshit. Wait, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never played this, but I remember it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and then you were like the lead guy, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. you know, obviously. And you had this fucking like laser, this laser knife that came out of like reverse Assassin's Creed, like it came out of the fucking top of your hand. You were like, whoa. <laughs> but anyway, um, Star Wars Commandos, I think if they came. If they came out with like a uh, a game based off the Bad Batch, I would hope that they would use that game as like a template. Oh fuck yeah, I would love that. You know what I mean? I because would love that. the game was just so fucking cool, and you were like the you were like SEAL Team Six. I mean, they they've there's been rumors about a Mandalorian video game for. Did quite you some time. did you play Star Wars Bounty Hunter for the PS2? Bounty Hunter. He plays uh, Django. Uh, Django. Fett. I yeah. did a little bit. I, did. I actually have it's it. Fucking on my, awesome game. I have it on my PS4. And I'm like. Because I remember going to a friend's house. I think he was a neighbor 
would live next to me when I was a mm-hmm. kid. I played it a little bit, but now I actually have the game on my PS4 because PS PS PlayStation now you can download like, download games. It was like a decently decently long game too, you know. Yeah, it was yeah. fucking it's, cool too. It's it's definitely dated when you go back and play it. Oh, of course, but, compared uh, to what's available now. But it's but it's still pretty fun. But yeah. Star Wars games I grew up on, I grew up on the Battlefront games. Oh yeah, Battlefront, oh, yeah. Battlefront one and two. So I would play, I would play Battlefront one because there was a, you could only do this in Battlefront one. You would pick Hoth and you'd get in the snow speeder, and you could, um, you could like be in the snow speeder by yourself, and fucking <clears throat> like you'd fly past the the ATAT, and then you'd swap seats. Yeah, and, you, like, while you're fucking going down, you fucking shoot the thing, and then you swap back to the fucking driver and, like, You could do that in That's Battlefront cool. 2. You could literally do the same thing. Oh, really? Yeah. I oh, think shit. I think what, you would have to have a passenger, though, and then you would switch seats with the passenger. What I loved, the about, just hang on for what I loved about Battlefront <laughs> 2, though, is that you could, after however many kills you rack up, you could play as uh, someone from the good guy or bad guy side. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, the well, hero Battlefront boss. 2 had the, he had, it was called Heroes Only Mode. Yeah, yeah, and it was like you could just do a fucking lightsaber battle. Yeah, oh yeah, there was went... a there was a thing where it's like you're on Tatooine and you're either heroes or villains. Exactly. Right. And oh my god, that was so much fun. It was so fucking. Me and crazy. my friends actually uh, were just playing that last week. And, oh yeah, uh, yeah. A lot of tensions were high and a lot of insults were thrown. But yeah. Oh, oh fuck. Okay, go 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 around the table. Favorite character to pick from Battlefront Two from Heroes or Villains, Vin. Oh fuck. Um. Wait, why don't we do villains? Let's just stick with villains, make it easy. Okay, well, I'm, I know my two, but go ahead. Maul. Yeah. Maul, okay. Try I it. mean, what what period are we talking from? From No, I mean, like, Civil War? No, no like, in, the, in Battlefront 2, you like were the thing pick, we were, like, it was we were everybody. just talking about. Where it's oh, like, like the ones that were, okay. The heroes so, versus villains. The, the thing <clears> with this is that I'm a little annoyed that Vinny picked the Sith side because, I mean, it was literally the worst fucking heroes in the game. Like, yeah, you know, fucking Count Dooku would swing his lightsaber once every fucking Yeah, 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 second. you're right, you're right. General Grievous, as soon as he started doing the windmill move, he was just... You're blue, you're fucking you're fucked. Yeah. Grievous was so OP, it was ridiculous. And, and fucking Darth Vader moves slower than half the patients oh in a God. geriatric world. Yep, yep. So, I mean, like, if anybody who would play against somebody who has, like, ever held a fucking PlayStation controller in their life would absolutely get just fucking dogged <laughs> if they were playing Sith and somebody was, like, playing against them. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I think... Oh, Palpatine was, was slow as fuck, too. Yeah, yeah. garbage. If, if I remember correctly, I think Anakin Skywalker was considered... He was considered... He was considered a villain. Um, yeah. Because I remember when you play, like, the clones versus the droids on Mustafar, it's mm-hmm. Obi-Wan versus Maul, which was weird. But if you go from, like, the Empire and the Rebels... Obi Wan is the character for the Rebels, and then Anakin is the is the character for the Empire, which kind of makes sense. Yeah, and he mm. was he was the only fucking good one, or at least semi decent one. I mean, yeah. anybody who fucking picked Yoda in that game was, I, I think, less of them as a human being because it's yeah. just so fucking cheap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, yeah, fuck. I mean, Maul was Maul was great. Anakin was great. Um, even Django and Boba Fett were great too. Yeah, yeah. great characters. Jack, uh, Han Solo for the heroes was great. Yeah, awesome. Mace Windu. Mm-hmm. And even though I felt Obi Wan was kind of a kind of basic, but he was still a solid character. Mm-hmm. Like if you needed if you needed time to like get your shit together with the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, actually, no. Best hero to play as in Battlefront Two, Luke Skywalker. Oh, Luke yeah. Skywalker had yeah. the best saber strikes in that game. Yeah, you're right. Wait, did you guys play that um, RPG fucking game, uh, Jedi Academy? 
No, I don't think so, no. No, that was fucking... I think that was for the PS2, the PS2 as well. But, um, that like, the storyline was awesome. Uh, you were, like, a part of Luke Skywalker's uh, Jedi, Jedi Academy. Academy on Yavin. Nice. And, uh, you know, like, you go through the paces, you become a fucking Jedi. You're going on missions like uh, like Obi-Wan and Anakin do at a fucking Coruscant, except you're going out of Yavin. It's fucking awesome. And then, like, eventually you go on the mission solo, mm-hmm. and, uh, like, as you level up your character and get new abilities or whatever, you get to choose between fucking... You can just stay one-handed or go dual or go... Uh, double-sided that's a lot like because i'm playing uh old republic and i know it's an, it's an old game but the server's still out and a lot of people still play it like my guy is a sith assassin and he's a big maul type of uh type of character i'm trying to remember i can't remember maul species but um he's got like a fucking mohawk and horns and he's got like a double double-ended lightsaber and i picked him because <clears throat> it said they have a double-ended lightsaber i'm like yeah, yeah. that's who i fucking want yeah, and, yeah. and i went with the sith because the Sith were always intriguing to yeah. me, and we never really got enough Sith in mm-hmm. the prequels. I mean, we got a pr- lot of characters, but I mean no. multiple Sith at the same have, time. Have you have yeah. you ever? Well, you now you you probably see it from Old Republic. Like the Sith, the Sith start out on like this fucking sand planet with all the Sith temples. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's being in the game. Yeah, your so, your character essentially is a slave. Yeah, you have to prove yourself. Mm-hmm. So uh, in Jedi Academy, the end of the game essentially ends up like you're at that fucking planet, and the the bad guys in that game are trying to raise an ancient Sith Lord from the fucking grave using mm. the Force. It's fucking nuts. Was it Palpatine? Because we're still looking for a fucking answer. Yeah, yeah, right. There. No, 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 it wasn't him. No, no. <laughs> fucking crazy though. I would. Um, How could you like not explain that? Yeah, I would. I would totally go back. It would uh, have been better than the rest of the movie if they just explained that. Yeah, just had had even like a semi coherent answer. They just didn't even didn't even bother. Just it was a really shit Star Wars game. The second Battlefront for EA. Yeah, the made. dice ones. The I played the first one briefly, but the second one I played. Oh fuck! I hated it so much. <laughs> I mean, I hate it so much that fucking game. I didn't play the second one. Don't. It, first of all, I'm glad I didn't pay for it because I have like PlayStation Plus. It was like a. I mean, technically, I did monthly subscription, but but anyway, it's not like I paid like sixty dollars for it. Yeah. It's like a free. Like PlayStation gives you like however many games for free. Like recently, one of the newer ones is the Final Fantasy remake. I started playing that. I haven't finished it, but it's really Final fun. Fantasy Seven. Yeah, the new like that's. Did in, you play the original? No, I never did. I I don't know. I I was a Kingdom Hearts kid, but I was just but I love Kingdom Hearts and I love the characters of Final Fantasy. Yeah. So I'm just like, and from what I understand, Final Fantasy There's, essentially the story is reset every single game, uh-huh. so you don't necessarily have to play the old ones. You've but, met Val- Vincent Valentine. I li- I literally started the beginning. I'm Cloud, and then I have the guy with the machine gun oh, yeah, arm. Yeah, yeah. I only played like maybe like twenty there's, minutes. There's of a it. character you come across. He's fucking dope. His name is Vincent Valentine. He's got like fucking. Three barrel revolver. Revolver. It's fucking cool, dude. All right. Anyway, he's gonna get his own spinoff game. You're gonna be excited about it. All right. Cool. Cool. Yeah. But anyway, so Battlefront Two was like the first game. I'm like, PlayStation Plus. I'm like, oh, I got these free games. I try it out. I'm like, I never, I never really got to play the other one so much. I'm like, I heard the first one was bad. Maybe the second one they they fix some things. Hmm. First of all, 
It took forever for the whole game to download. You're in the same fucking demo forever. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's like yeah. a fucking 70 gig download. It's it's a fucking massive like, game. You for like are forever nothing. in this same fight with the First Order and the the fuck. What were they called in the the the, the new movies? The Resistance. That's it. Yeah. Hmm. Excuse me. Empire and Rebels. Same shit. Anyway, like you took for <sighs> what I hated most about it. I didn't necessarily hate the. I w- th- th- when you were playing as like a stormtrooper or, or, or a rebel troop, it wasn't necessarily a bad thing. What mm-hmm. I hated most about it was when you're playing as someone like Kylo Ren or Darth Maul or Darth Vader or, or Rey or Obi-Wan Kenobi, and the fu- they get, like, that's the great thing about the b- original Battlefront games. You could, like, hit the X button and kind of spam, but then it's like, oh, no, I'm tired. What the fuck? Yeah, they they added a lot of a lot of shit into that game that kind of it just didn't need to be. Um, it's made by the same people who made all the Battlefield games, so I feel like they tried to make it into like a realistic thing. Uh, but here you are running around with a fucking laser sword and shooting fucking you know plasma beams. Not at realistic people. at all. Yeah, it, like you're on like fucking jungle like planets and distant gal. Like it, it, you don't need it to be realistic. Like they had it. Where you would have to hit a button at a certain time to reload correctly. Otherwise, your guy would burn his hand on the gun. That's so stupid. Yeah. It's so fucking stupid. Yeah. The g- it, it just didn't make any, any sense the why they went so in-depth with it. Yeah. And what like, the fuck? I don't know. And I Nobody t- wants to fucking play your fucking and game the- with your chores. And your. And yeah. it was EA, right? With e- your $5 a month to fucking EA fart. Yeah. Or- EA are a bunch of cocksuckers. Like, if you remember when the Avengers... Go fuck yourself for $5. We- <laughs> Remember when the Avengers uh, Endgame movie came out and they had all the posters of every individual Avenger, the ones that were in color and the ones that were in gray? One of my favorite memes where they came out is like... <laughs> Pay extra for fucking color? Pay extra for... They were treating the gray characters, so mm-hmm. the people who were blipped and died, they treated them as as unlockable characters, yeah. as D- DLC content. Mm-hmm. like the content. EA Avengers. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Avengers Endgame by EA. Yeah. Paper. It was, but it's so fucking funny, and it's so true because that's what EA does, you know. Motherfucks. Mm. Well, anyway, obviously the Star Wars games were vastly superior back in the day. Yeah. And this whole thing stemmed from Bad Batch, which, which should be fun if you love if you love the Clone Wars, you should love this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fennec Chang from The Mandalorian is in this show, and uh, Ling Mengwa, I think her name is, who oh. plays Fennec Chang. Her, she's in the show. She's voicing the character in this show, which I love. I think she's great in the okay. show. Yeah, it's always good to have continuity like across uh, like different series. And stuff. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, because obviously Fennec Chang's been around for a long time. So yeah. she's probably presumably in her 40s or close to her 50s in The Mandalorian. That's an old bitch. So she's probably in her late 20s, early 30s in oh. The Bad Batch. So, yeah. Oh. Hopefully so. <laughs> Keep it in your pants, man. <laughs> oh. That's the great thing about an audio podcast. No one can see where Vinny's doing to himself right now. Okay. Occasionally you can hear it when he bumps the mic. Fair. Yeah, he can. And Fair game. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I guess moving on from Star Wars, uh, the rest is going to be very Marvel heavy. Right before we hit record on this thing, we saw the Loki and the Black Widow trailer. Uh, first, let's get to Black Widow. Black Widow is a movie that has been pushed back God knows how many times since the start of this whole pandemic. Yeah. It was supposed to come out in May of 2020. Then it was going to be moved to November of 2020. Then it got moved back to May of 2021. Then yeah. now it's being moved to July 9th of this year. And it's also available for Disney Plus subscribers for an extra fee if they want to do that. 
So Disney's not paying us to fucking say that shit. No, they're not. But that's the information. Cut that shit out. They don't need to know where you can yeah, see dude. it. Yeah, dude. Find it on fucking Disney platforms. Find out for yourself. The, you see, I Disney pay me if you want me to fucking say something. You see, Sean has made me very professional when I've done podcasting, so I've kind of t- taken over his role. All right. All right. Be professional, man, because does, I'm fucking out here running and gunning. Does Sean like getting paid? Because uh... yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sean does like getting paid. He All works. Right. He works for SiriusXM. Okay. And I'm serious about Disney sponsoring this podcast. I'm so. serious about Sirius XM sponsoring this fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, ju- I'm just serious about sponsors in general. Fucking Manscaped can, can, can contact us for all I care. Yeah, yeah, come on. Take care of your balls. I, I mean, have my they, own fucking fan page. I'm not even kidding that Manscaped will sponsor anybody. Right. doesn't matter how big or small. So, Manscaped, please sponsor Do us. Do we have to pay them? No, they'd pay us. Oh. They'd send us free shit. and you know, We'd, we'd probably have to have a certain number of fucking listeners. We would. Okay. We would. But... Fucking listen up. So everybody's listening. Everybody's listening to this. DM Manscaped on every social media platform and send them our podcast. Yeah, why not? Tell them we love them. Sure. I, I, you know, I like to groom myself. Yes, every man should. Yeah. Everybody should be careful. Anyway, don't cut your nuts. Yeah. No, don't cut them. Any, anyway, um, back to Black Widow. Yes. Speaking of nutting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, we saw the Black Widow trailer. Uh, it's now coming out July 9th, uh, which is a safe, uh, which is a safe, logical time to put out the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, I'm really we, excited to learn her fucking true backstory. I am too. Yeah, uh, me too. We saw in the trailer. She's got a hot sister. <laughs> yes, yeah, she does. The guy from Stranger Things appears to be the father in the trailer. Hopper. Uh, he is Red Guardian. Yeah, yeah, and whether he is her biological father or not, or just her adopted father, because I know that uh, Black Widow and Florence Pugh's character—I'm trying to pull up her name right now—they are this adopted your, sisters. This is going to be your favorite movie, right, Fred? Probably you're, yeah. you're Russian. Oh yeah, that's right. Part, yeah. This is like, this is like act- yeah, this is like Fred's Captain America movie. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited to see the spoof of essentially will Captain you, America, but as an overweight hairy Russian bo- man. Will you boycott it if there's no AK-47s in the movie? Okay, so I mean, there's going to Flor- be at least a couple. <laughs> Florence Pugh's uh, character is is the Black Widow. Her name is Yanella Bol- Belova, if I got that right. So her and Natasha are adopted sisters. And it appears that uh, Red Guardian Alexei Shodakov, he is their adopted father. Uh, they're not all related, but they're they're a family, I guess, by choice. So the trailer looks really cool. We've seen in previous trailers where Black Widow and uh, and her sister fight each other just to say hello. Fucking, uh, they're. Uh, we see how we, uh, Red Guardian gets in the costume. He's like, "Yes, it still fits." And the, another lady, I can't, I don't know who character she is, but she's like. You're still fat. <laughs> yeah. Just fucking with the guy. Uh, Taskmaster's the bad guy. Yep. He looks fucking awesome. Yes, he does. So an interesting picture where he has a shield. Uh, it's like he's he has a shield. He's posed like like as if he, he just caught caught himself from falling like Black Widow did in Iron Man Two. Claws that look like Black Panthers, and then a bow and arrow. Showing that he's probably st- he's studied a lot of the fight patterns of all these different superheroes, which he does in the comics. He's yep. he studied all the fight patterns. But and this different takes things place before Avengers. he's an Avenger. Well, this is what I was going to ask. Taskmaster is an Avenger because I know, I know. But this takes place before Black Widow is an Avenger, which means none of the other Avengers. No, no, it, no. Uh, well, what Black, I was going to no, ask this, is that none... this takes place between Infinity War, uh, Civil War, and Infinity War. 
Oh, really? So Black Widow is already an Avenger. Yeah, I was going to say, when they originally announced the movie, they never gave a time frame for like when oh, this movie fuck. was supposed to chronologically like take place. So that's what I was going to ask is, have they announced like you know the time frame? Because I kind of assumed it would either be before uh, Black Widow became part of the Avengers or... Uh, during you know the blip or something in between. She you know, well the blip didn't happen. Like that. So so yeah she she's on the run, she's on the run and she obviously has business to take care of and she's trying to take her own thing. Um, uh, Thunderbolt Ross is going to be in this movie and we've speculated on this podcast before that this pod uh, this podcast uh, this movie could bring about the Thunderbolts, which could also tie into the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which we'll get into episode three later on. Um, because what I see happening is I think when Taskmaster is inevitably defeated by Black Widow, Ross will probably approach him in his jail cell and he'll probably start trying to form the new Avengers that he wants to put together where he can try and blacklist the, the, the real Avengers that the, that the people want and the heroes and the people know, like Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, those are our Avengers, where the government's similar to like John Walker, U.S. agent, they're going to try and make, oh, you know, uh, Taskmaster and John Walker, potentially. We don't know if, if he'll get past this series or not. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know uh, if he's going to even survive the rest of the week. We don't know. But, <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, but overall, your thoughts on uh, the Black Widow trailer? Your thoughts on the movie? She looks hot. Her sister looks hot. I'm excited to see the guy from Stranger Things. <laughs> okay, Fred? Uh, <laughs> I'm excited for it. Um, you know, Black Widow has always had, like, very good martial arts uh like film scenes and stuff like that so to have her a sister you know um you know a burly looking dad that i'm i'm assuming is supposed to dish out the work to people mm-hmm. plus a taskmaster who's going to be able to replicate her fighting uh, style that guy's gonna be, be so cool gonna, taskmaster's gonna be fucking i, nice. I think awesome this movie is gonna have some of the best action sequences in For marvel sure. films in recent Dude, the guy's time. got a sword mm-hmm. shield and bow it's probably gonna have it could be up there for like the best, like the action, but just like fighting hand to hand combat sequences in the movie, mm-hmm. yeah, in, in, in its history. Because Black Widow, like in her introduction, to Iron Man two, we saw how she fucked up all of those guards, and then Happy Hogan's like, "I got him," and then she fucked up the rest. He only got, mm-hmm. he barely got through one. Yeah, like the first time you see her, she's tied down to a fucking chair and she whoops an ass. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 and the Avengers. Oh, that's right, that's right. It's like, what do you want? This idiot gave me everything. What? Everything? <laughs> so, uh, Black Widow looks cool. Uh, another thing that looks really cool is Loki. We saw the Loki trailer before starting this. And Loki is a series, just like the Falcon Winter Soldier and WandaVision. And this is the Loki that was yeah. taken, that, that escaped in the alternative t- now alternative timeline yeah. 2012 in Avengers Endgame, where he took the Tesseract. Yep, so this is where he went. Mm-hmm. You remember... Um, was that in? What? There's it, a, there's it was a, in. It was an Endgame where they. They asked uh, him where he went. Somebody asked him where he went. Somebody asked Loki where he went. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I was assuming that this is like when um you know they go back and they're trying to get the Tesseract from the Battle of New York and from he the fucking first, takes it and right? disappears. Hulk walks through the door and slams the briefcase out of their hands. He just picks it up and yeah, just yeah. But that somebody, caused a br- an alternate timeline like uh the ancient one was talking about. Yep. Yeah. So the Owen Wilson's character, who appears to be the head of this Marvel Time Division, uh, to try and keep the peace, he's mm-hmm. like, "We are supposed to keep time in order, and you just messed it all up." Yeah. So, so I am very looking forward to Owen Wilson trying to describe quantum physics to people. Yeah. Yeah. Film. Right. Right. He's just gonna be like, "Wow, wow." So you wow. see, you have this timeline here, and wow, all of a sudden, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Loki, right, Loki. You see, you can't be going around messing with time. 
Yeah. Because we're the time police, essentially. Yeah, right. You know, isn't that crazy? Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I'm, I feel, I'm excited for Owen Wilson to be yeah. involved with this this whole franchise. You know, if, eventually, I think, no matter how big or small of an actor you are, if you have a notable name, you're eventually going to get in these movies. You know how... You know how unless, you're, unless you're Martin Scorsese who doesn't think they're cinema. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. You know how... Uh, you know how Deadpool is like the only one that can break the wall, fourth wall. Yeah, yeah. Right. I feel like in this series, Loki is literally riding that fucking line. <laughs> I think we could get some fourth wall breaks from Loki. Think so? I think we could. It's possible. Yeah, he's fucking jumping around. I mean, we got him in Wandavision. Yeah, in in uh, the Malcolm in the Middle episode. Mm-hmm. We'll get into more of that because Fred hasn't finished watching Wandavision yet. Malcolm in the Middle episode. Two episodes left. He's got oh, two dude. episodes left. Yeah. He, he got to the point where Agatha Keep would... riding that gravy train. Keep yeah. looking at that fucking girl's ass. <laughs> <laughs> hey, who? Agatha? You know who I'm talking about. Oh, Mon- Monica. <sighs> yeah, v- Vinny couldn't... What con- a fucking name to v- you, know, Vinny, Monica. M- Vinny couldn't contain himself. I don't even know how much of the stuff he said got... On this episode, probably none of it. But nope. <laughs> if you were wondering why there is a delay in pressing record, like CJ had mentioned, I had a lot to say. He had a lot to say about Monica Rambeau in particular. All good things if you ever listen, Monica. <laughs> her name's not Monica. What is her actual name? Hang on, I'm going to look it it's up. It's all good, woman who plays Monica. Oh. Monica Rambeau. It'll be better if she lets me call her Monica. She is played by. Tiana, Tiana Paris. Her name's Tiana. Tiana Paris. T e y o n a. Forget about the forget about the Monica. She could keep Tiana. <laughs> well, that is her real name, so <laughs> she's gonna keep the name anyway. It's fine. Okay, so back to Loki real quickly. Um, I told Vinny this I think last week. Um, I did tell him last week. I didn't tell you this, but one of the one of the like theorized plots is that Loki in this whole thing appears that he's going to help them and do what he's supposed to do. But really he's just going to go around and fuck with time. Like one of the theories, like my buddy uh, James sent me a picture where it's like uh, he goes around and he's the cause for all of these big historical events. One of them where he goes back to Ro- uh, ancient Roman times, ancient Roman times. Yeah. Caesar. He's either. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. so he's behind. Okay. Fucking convincing yeah. So the whole fucking. Yeah. So he, he goes fish. like, it's like yeah. Cassius. He's like, Hmm, I don't know how I feel about this Caesar guy. And then you see Loki like, just like, why don't you just stab him 20 times in the chest? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I gotta go tell Brutus. <laughs> um, I mean, I know I've told you in the past, CJ, that um, Dr. Strange probably is like one of my um, more favorite Marvel movies mm-hmm. uh, out of like the MCU. Love that movie. Um, I like, I'm sure you saw it when I was watching WandaVision. Like, mm-hmm. I like to just piece things together and having, like, movies oh, like yeah. Doctor Strange, like, where it's just, like, a lot of, like, visuals and, like, skipping around going on. Like, yeah. it just, it does something to my brain where I like it. <laughs> he was, so, he's asked me so many questions. Like, was it this, this? I'm like, I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, like, you're, I'm not, trying, you're not done yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to guess what's happening, like, three episodes in advance. Oh, and I'm, I'm getting, like, half of them right. Right. So, I mean, but, like, with the Loki trailer that, like, I watched, it excites me because it kind of looks like you know they have like this facility that they're keeping him locked up in but it looks like he's allowed to walk around and um you know like cj said where um it's like they're asking him to help with like historical events and piecing things together like to me it looks like they set up like a fucking truman show for loki and it's just like he's just going to be running around the entire series just fucking messing with things and like possibly yeah well, there is a big theory of like we could possibly see like a Loki, Doctor Strange, and a a uh, you know Scarlet Witch want to Maximoff uh, team up. 
Um, I mean, that's one thing that's because I was seeing like that could be something they could do for Multiverse of Madness because you know Elizabeth Olsen is confirmed to be in the movie. Tom Hiddleston's not, but it still could set something up. Are we uh, supposed to get a Wandavision too? No, dude. There's no way we're gonna get Wandavision two. Yeah. And we're I just want to know where White Vision was. I should. Uh, All my hopes and dreams are now gone. You just—they're just forever ruined. <laughs> oh, for real. He's oh, on shit. episode seven. All right, guys. See you later. No, you, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? No, he doesn't because no, no he hasn't seen him not. yet. But don't even, don't even worry about it. I didn't even really spoil anything for you. No, you didn't. Yeah. But he'll know what it is. He's he's like, like, it's alright. I've been trying to badge your questions out of CJ all fucking night, so it's fine. I don't know. I'm not. He's like, you can tell me. I'm like, I'm not going to. You can watch it, and then you can <laughs> fucking figure things out. That did nothing for you. Anyway, it really didn't. Let's. Yeah, he won't know until he actually sees it. And it's not even like a, a part of the true main story. So, uh, what do you mean the true main story? Cause like it's all about Wanda. I'm not gonna say anymore because Fred's here, and I already fucked up. Yeah. That's one strike. It's buddy. all about Wanda. What's one strike? That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Anyway, even though it was Agatha all along. He did get to that, though. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I came to that one real fucking quick. Bug it. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so, Loki, where do you think this show could go? Where do you think this is going to lead? I know Fred gave his whole Truman Show theory. We should get a Loki movie. I hope this leads to a Loki movie. I think that's where it's going to go. I really hope so. Or at least give him bigger parts in the movies, because he's always just been like a side thing. This looks like a fucking... This looks fucking crazy, this fucking series, so... I think that's what they're trying to do with all these shows. I think it's going to get a huge fucking response, and they're going to be like, okay, well, let's make a couple of fucking million on the movie now. You know what's crazy is that, theoretically, though, I mean, I understand for Bucky and Sam and Wanda and Vision, I get for them kind of showcasing them in a show and building up their stock, but Loki... Loki could have had his own movie. Yeah. He could have. Like, he totally big enough. loved him from, like, Thor in the first Avengers, like, mm-hmm. immediately. I'm going to pitch an idea here, and it kind of ties back to what CJ said. I would love to see a fucking entire movie where it's Loki against Doctor Strange. Like, Doctor Strange. Like, oh, that'd be sick. Let's, oh, say, sick. let's say that after he breaks out of this facility or whatever, right, he's on the run, and Doctor Strange is the one who has to track him down. And the whole time, it's just Loki with, like, a Tesseract just bouncing around between timelines. And Doctor Strange is trying to follow him through time, but Loki is setting things up, like, decades in advance. Oh, fuck. So, like, <laughs> it's just, like, great. they're just playing yes. mind games with each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, I they're trying it. to predict each other's mind into the future. I love Because I feel it. like that would be a great fucking, like, concept for crazy because yeah. we didn't get a whole lot of screen time with cumberbatch and hiddleston mm-hmm. like they only got that brief thing in ragnarok i was like i've been falling for 30 minutes yeah <laughs> it's like i think you saw yourself a sorcerer okay bye-bye <laughs> like i want to see more loki and dr strange like that's awesome like whether yeah. loki comes into play with uh multiverse of madness or if like the third dr strange movie we get like loki versus dr strange because you know we need to see more like more crossover stuff. We're gonna be yeah. we're seeing it with with Thor and the Guardians. You know we're gonna be getting more of that in Guardians three. Um, but yeah, I, I just I just think this is gonna lead to like obviously this is where it's leading for Tom Hiddleston to stay in the MCU. Mm-hmm. It's not like you know it's it's the whole thing with him and Gamora. You know it's 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 Loki and Gamora from another timeline. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah. that's why they're able to continue. Like the Loki and the Gamora we knew up until that certain point. Yeah, they're gone. They died. But this is you know when in the MCU, no one's ever really gone. To quote yeah. Luke Skywalker from a very shitty Star Wars movie. Yeah. And, Anyway, uh, the worst Star Wars movie, by the way, 
the absolute fuck. <laughs> you think that's the worst? Agree. Last Jedi is the yeah. fucking worst Star Wars movie ever made. I'm about to go on a fucking rant here. I know we're talking about Marvel right now, but I need. I I've been saving do this it. up for a do it a do long it. fucking time. Okay, <laughs> all right. Here's why the Last Jedi is the worst fucking Star Wars movie, and I'm gonna play with this. To me, the worst fucking Star Wars movie prior to the Last Jedi was Attack of the Clones. Okay. Okay. I personally thought that was the Fair. worst. Uh, you could say that. You could say Phantom Menace even. Even though Phantom Menace uh, has Maul. I f- Phantom Menace was the best of the prequels. I would agree. No. it's. Oh, uh, no. Episode dude, 3 dude, was also. No. Revenge of the Sith. E- episode 3 yeah. was cool. The story was good. The action was good. How do you call yourself a professional actor fucking talking like. Uh, <laughs> fucking Hayden Christians. Okay. Hey, Dude. We, hang on. We were just singing his praises last week because he's coming back to play Darth Vader. Fine. But back then, it was garbage. They either gave him fucking garbage lines and told him to talk like a choir boy who just got touched, or <laughs> he's a bad actor. Okay. Here's the other thing. Real quickly. Here's a big contention as to why Phantom Menace is probably the worst Star Wars movie ever. You underestimate me. Here's why. <laughs> Mr. Jar Jar Binks, go fuck yourself, Jar Jar. Dude, I'll take Jar Jar Binks yeah. every day of the week over all of the lines that fucking Hayden Christensen. Had I will take Hayden Christensen. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go with that. Dude. I will take Hayden no? Christensen's no. shitty acting over Jar Jar Binks any fucking day. Of the week. Jar Jar Binks is the worst Star Wars character ever. And if you love Jar Jar Binks, great. And he's not a Sith Lord, by the way. Stop with these <laughs> bullshit fucking theories. Don't Jar Jar. No, he's not a Sith Lord. Dude, check out the fan art. Looks kind of cool. Fuck the fan art. There was a thing where it said like you can either be Jar Jar Binks or oh, there's a, this great fucking meme CJ it's you're a, gonna be very upset when Disney Plus runs out of new ideas and they make a spin off show I about swear Jar to god Jar all of these stories are just because the fucking uh, Naboo cruiser that the fucking princess rode in mm-hmm. needed an oil change Fuck All of kid. these events is because they landed in Newark, New Jersey, <laughs> of, of, the fucking, of the fucking solar system. Got some fucking cracked out aliens. The armpit of the galaxy. Yep. Okay. Anyway. Look re- what happened. Real quickly, I don't want to go too much of a tangent. Also, okay. Here's why Last Jedi is, is the worst fucking Star Wars movie ever, okay? Okay. Some people will say they give Last Jedi credit because they went a different round. They tried to do something original and new with Star Wars. Okay. You could say that. But if your original new concept is shit, then it don't fucking buy with me. Mm-hmm. One of the greatest lines ever in cinema history is, Do or do not. There is no try. Words I fucking live by. Because my father would ram it in my fucking head every day. And he's like, oh, try do this, buddy. I'm like, all right, try He's like, he's like oh, do it or not. There is no try. I'm like, did son. He, did he do the Yoda voice when he did? No, my dad's not good at impressions. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, it's all you, the more reason to do it. That's right. <laughs> well, that, that's why I always, every chance I got, true or do not, there is no try. That is why you fail. Anyway, so those are words I love to live by. Do or do not, there is no try. So you did it. It sucked. It's not good. Okay, I don't give you credit for trying. You did something, it failed, it backfired, it didn't work. I don't give you credit for trying because it fucking sucked. Anyway, J.J. Abrams was going one way with the with the trilogy. Ryan Johnson went, no, nah, I'm gonna go this way. Like yeah. like like J.J. Abrams is trying to go. He's planning a road trip to L.A. 
Whereas midway through the fucking cunt, midway through the road trip, he he takes he takes a fucking he's like you know what no I'm gonna go to the fu- I'm gonna go to the fucking Canada like Ryan no we're going we're we're going to L A no I'm going to Canada there there's nicer people there oh go fuck yourself Ryan, so that guy needs to be slaughtered so you Slaughter try him. so you try and take a real world concept of like oh not everything's all black and white and there's you know they sort of the good guys but I don't give a shit about that I don't give a shit about your real world politic bullshit in these movies I come to these movies to fucking escape and yeah. Star Wars is a fucking fantasy it's it's space wizards with laser swords Dude, what happened to the kid in the horse stable with who the fucking gives, broom who gives yeah. a fuck who gives a fuck? You know I, I mean? don't care. That kid could be you dead. You know what for, I mean, dude? I know what, what you if mean. He's the next Luke Skywalker. I don't give a fuck. 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 And he gets fucking swindled by a flying lizard man who looks like a fucking aged Squidward. Yeah. I don't. The, I don't uh, the care. Jedi, the Jedi Temple is handicap parking as well. I don't. Yeah, care. Right, yeah, yeah. I don't care. That kid can go fuck off. Ryan Johnson can go fuck off. Snoke can go fuck off. Yeah. General Hux can go fuck yeah, off. What the fuck was Snoke? Snoke was clear. There was there was an article I read a little a headline I saw that said Ryan Johnson had zero interest in Snoke. I'm like, okay, that's just fucking great. He could have just been, oh, I don't know, Darth Plagueis the Wise. Yeah, a a great way to introduce the live action Darth Plagueis. Mm-hmm. You fucking idiot. And then and there wasn't any really fun lightsaber battles. And what's her fucking name from Jurassic Park who just wouldn't tell Poe what the plan was and then he wouldn't have caused a mutiny. And Leia's like, oh, if you just listen to her. Like, Poe had every right to go in there to be suspicious, cause a mutiny because he thought he was doing what was right because no one was telling him anything. If I'm going around in my fucking parking lot and I see people doing construction and they're whacking the shit out of my car, it's like, hey, what are you doing? It's like, ah, don't worry about it, pal. No, that's my fucking car and you're whacking it with a sledgehammer. What's going on? Little do I know that my fucking, uh, my parents say, oh, you know, it was a real piece of shit so we're having them beat it up and we bought you a new car. Well, mom and dad, it would have been fucking great if you told me that I was getting a new car because I just beat the shit out of this guy with a sledgehammer. He's beating the shit out of my car. <laughs> what the fuck is your problem? Huh? That's the whole big issue with Last Jedi. The storytelling was lack thereof all over the fucking place. Yeah. Finn was a fucking wasted character. You yep. made it be yeah. with... You just gave Rey and, and Kylo fuck me eyes when we still didn't know if they were related or not. Thank God they weren't. I mean, you typical made, Star Wars fashion, though. I yeah, mean, right? yeah, yeah. Lu- Lucas has definitely got some incest in him. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he's, he's definitely got some real Alabama fever there. So you wasted like the, this, this great fucking thing with how Finn could have been this amazing new character where he's a rogue stormtrooper and he learns the force and all mm-hmm. the all this shit and one of these days we're gonna have to do an episode where we re redo the entire star wars trilogy the new trilogy wow. i may make want to keep force awakens but at least redo last jedi and, and and the rise of skywalker anyway i'm going way too fucking far with one this. of my one of my favorite parts was from episode seven when poe and finn just get in the fucking uh Fucking Starfighter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they're just having like a total fucking like buddy cop bromance moment. That's that's the great thing, too. It set my expectations so fucking high. Why did you let me down? Why did you separate Poe and Finn? Yeah. Why did you separate them? They have such great chemistry. They were like the space Starsky and Hutch, and you just fucking separate them. It's like, like, why did you do that? Not Starsky and Hutch. You know who they were? Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Here's the fucking. And here's here's the. What was that other guy? Oh, my God. 
Oh, what's that guy? It's not Joe Pesci. Clover. No. Danny 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 Clover. That's him, man. Here is the biggest problem with it all. The biggest problem with it all, and you guys probably agree with me. Ray. Yeah. Now. Useless. Here's what I'll say about Daisy Ridley. I think Daisy Ridley is great. I think she's gorgeous. I think she was fucking wasted. Because here's the thing. I will say. She didn't even have to be there. They could have gave all her shit to Finn. From the beginning of the series... I was very much interested in her character where because that's the thing what I like about Force Awakens is that I was interested where it was going once the movie was over. Once it was over and you see her handing the lightsaber to Luke, I'm like, fuck, that's it? I want to know what's happening. When's the new movie coming out? My interest was, it was very high. Mm-hmm. And then you fucking do all this shit where you have a gag where Luke grabs a lightsaber. He's like, yeet! <laughs> yeah. Like, just, I'm like, what? And all this shit if Finn was the one focused on to be the main protagonist as the Force-sensitive uh, stormtrooper who turned good, became a Jedi Jedi Knight, Ray, who could have been better suited as a uh, a smuggler, kind of badass type of, maybe a female Han Solo-esque type of character, you know? You still could have done something really cool with her character to appeal to that kind of demographic, and you could have done something really, really great with Finn, with his character, and his whole demographic, and you would have all these eyes on Star Wars, you know? You have this really great, awesome, a, a black Jedi, the first black Jedi since Mace Windu, you know, and then you have this really awesome badass chick in Ray. You know, you have two strong, really great characters, and we all know Disney would love to appeal to both those kind of markets of yep. African Americans and women. Absolutely. Yeah. And how they handled it was fucking horrible. It's just yep. another scenario, like with the Captain Marvel thing, where you know nobody wasted franchise opportunity. Yeah, you know it. You oh can't, yeah. You can't blame Brie Larson for her. No, character no, no. Being and a that's the other thing. I don't blame John Boyega. I don't blame Oscar Isaac. I don't blame Daisy Ridley themselves. They're yeah. actors, and they're there to do a job, and they're doing the best they can to bring the characters to life. But if you're given shit dialogue and shit material then it's not going to resonate i mean nope. part of it i don't even think you could even partially blame the fucking writers either because i'm sure the writer's probably sitting at his fucking desk and then some big wig at disney hears the idea and he's like add more diversity well, well, add more yeah. diversity. well well yeah that's the thing like the original concept for the third movie it was supposed to be called duel of the fates and the concept of the movie was actually really really good so ray like turns her lightsaber and the staff she has into almost like a dual wield lightsaber kind of similar mm-hmm. to maul yeah. it's really awesome stuff and when luke said like you know uh strike me down i become more powerful than you ever know to kylo luke's force ghost is hunting down kylo ren and he's haunting him and kylo ren doesn't give a fuck about the first order he wants to be the most powerful sith lord there ever was and then hux becomes the 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 chancellor of the first order he becomes the chancellor so while you still have the first order and then there's this big battle on coruscant you know finn is leading the the uh the, the resistance and you know kylo is going mad crazy with the power he wants to be the best the most powerful sith Ever, I'm like this concept is immediately a million times fucking better than than Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Immediately. Now I will say I got fooled with the fan service. They fucking got me because all the shit that was going on with there, they got me. I'm just like, oh my god. But after a few watches, I'm just like, it's like it's the second best of a bad trilogy yeah. to me. You know? Yeah, I went on a big fucking rant there, and that was that was not what I planned. Worth. At least but, you're not bitter about it. 
Yeah, at least I'm not. <laughs> Just thank God for the Mandalorian. Thank God for John Favreau and Dave Filoni coming in and fixing all this shit. Yep. Anyway. Yeah. Back to Marvel. I don't even remember what the fuck we're talking about. Oh, uh, we just finished talking about the Loki uh, series. Yeah. Okay. Overall, I think Loki's going to be fucking awesome. Yep. yep. Let's get into, uh, let's finish, kind of wrap things up with two stories. One, John Walker, the actor Wyatt Russell, is getting death threats from fans of the MCU. Yep. Now, I think we can all agree that, one, if you legitimately hate Wyatt Russell, you're an idiot. Yep. Two, mm-hmm. he's playing a fucking character. Yep. Correct. This is the kind of shit, as a wrestling fan, that I see, where if way back in the day, like if if, if if Wyatt Russell was wrestling in the days of like Hulk Hogan and Macho Man Randy Savage and Roddy Piper and the Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase and even in the 90s of the Attitude Era and uh, or even the mid-2000s, someone like Edge, Getting real, real, what's called heel heat. People who you do something and people legitimately hate you. That's a good thing because you are doing a live entertainment process, but also you are, you know, you are having a sports element to it. There's also a greater degree of interaction when it happens week to week. Exactly, exactly. So let's say let's say Edge is in the ring and he's cutting a promo and he's saying like he's like I don't care. What I did to uh, what I did to Matt Hardy, Lita's my girl now, and that is a real story where Matt Hardy was with Lita, and then Matt was injured. Lita and Edge were good friends; they were traveling together on the ro- up and down the roads, and then they had an affair, and then they got together, and then fucking shit went crazy. But it turned into a great story on TV, and you use that real heat, and you use that real life hatred, like oh my god, Edge, Edge and Lita are shitty people. Okay, now they're bad guys. You boo them, give them a reason to boo them. That's different because, like you said, Fred, there's interaction every week. They can antagonize people, and it's helped to get them real heat with the crowd, and it could further the story. Alternatively, if it does become a massive issue, they could also start to steer the directive away from what bothers people. Exactly. Uh, whereas this was filmed, God knows fucking when, months ago, probably, months, probably almost a year l- ago, last year, whatever. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean everything's set in stone now. It's like, um, you know, what I would suggest to people who hate an actor in a TV show is normally. Right to the people who actually put the show on air, not the actor themselves, because, you know, the guy's not going to be like, oh, yeah, I value your opinion more than I value my fucking livelihood. Let me listen to you and quit my job. Look, listen to what I said about John Boyega and Daisy Ridley and and Oscar Isaac. Yeah. Who's going to turn down the fucking million dollar paycheck? Right. Exactly. People don't like me here, so I guess I'm, I'm gonna not leave. gonna fucking turn it down. Oh, hey, no. me all you want. Come yeah. try to fucking kill me. Come Look, and take some it. some people can embrace <laughs> that, and I hope John Walker, John Walker, uh, uh, he's so good. I, I think he is John Walker. Uh, that I wanna see, White I Russell want, is embracing people, it a bit. I want to see all the people sending those fucking hate mail. Turn down a million dollars. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No. There's a funny. There's a <laughs> funny. So. There's a meme where I saw where it says people who were first of all bashing uh, Elizabeth Olsen because she didn't put a, a tribute for when Chadwick Boseman yeah. died. Actually, first of all. That's her friend yeah. and colleague. Let her grieve in her own plate, in her in her own time. She yeah. wants to post something she can. She doesn't. Wait, that's her choice. Here's another thing. And how would you feel if someone's like, "Hey, CJ, I want to give you three million dollars to portray Captain Fucking America for the Marvel series." Mm-hmm. Oh, let me get off on my fucking high yeah. horse. <laughs> it's and it's fucking, like and, and, and praise praise fucking chris evans yeah like sorry oh he's also another fucking million dollar actor who's completely fucking fine not playing captain america like he's probably still getting shit he's probably still getting shit you know from selling backpacks with his fucking face on him i I mean here's the thing though like he's doing a job 
He's doing his job. And back to that meme for a second. Let that motherfucker get paid. Yes. And the point where, like, you know, it says where people, it says when people were bashing on Elizabeth Olsen for not posting a tribute for Travis Bozeman, uh, and when people are sending death threats to Wyatt Russell for playing a character, it mm-hmm. cuts to Thor in the first Avengers going, you people are, are so petty and yeah. tiny. Yeah. Like, yeah. Th- yeah. That's what you guys are. Like, if you're fucking sending Wyatt Russell death threats, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah, that's how our society, like our society, is just too plugged in, where people just feel comfortable, just you know, sending death threats to people, and uh, and that's not okay. It's not okay because I mean, none of these people would say it to the dude's face. Yep. Um, I mean, I'm sure there's a couple, but you know, they're fucking crazy. He's, he's got to avoid those. If I saw if I saw Wyatt Russell in the street, I'd be like, Hey, man, I fucking love your character work in the Falcon Winter Soldier. You are doing an amazing job, and you are playing such a great bad guy. Excellent work, and that's it. It's not like, oh, you're not Chris Evans. You're 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 not like. No, he's not Chris Evans. He's Wyatt Russell. That's the he's whole John point. Walker. That's the whole point of the series is that it's no longer Chris Evans. No longer Steve Rogers. It's you are meant to, to hate the, the character. Mm-hmm. You are meant to be pissed off like Bucky and Sam are that the shield was taken away. That that Sam willingly gave up the shield and now they gave it to somebody else. It's just like, well, I thought, dude, I thought you were gonna. You know, honor Steve's legacy, and this is pissing on it. I um, I talked to CJ a little bit about this on Monday. Oh yeah, are you ready for my hot take? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Here's Fred's hot take. I like John Walker more than I like Steve Rogers. There you go. You could have it, and I could tell you why. I'm not going to come out and say by far or by large. I would say at least equal to, if not slightly more. Um, and his face is—he's so confused right now. Yeah. Because Vin, I think you and I both agree, Chris Evans is much better than Cap than John Walker, only because well, Chris Evans is better than but only Russell. because you've seen only about because- an hour and a half of film of him so far. So, what is your reasoning for why you like so, John Walker better than Steve Rogers? I would like to start out with why people don't like John Walkers, uh, because I think that a lot of people there there's three groups of people that I notice don't like John Walker, right? Falcon? <laughs> Falcon doesn't like him. Well, why doesn't Falcon like him? Well, he got handed on the shield that, you know, Falcon had donated to a museum, and he's kind of replacing Captain America. He's not kind of, He is replacing Captain America, but he is replacing Steve Rogers in that role. Well, here's the thing. I don't give a single fuck about Falcon, because he should have seen this coming from a mile away. He's a fucking dumbass, and it's his own fault. Because he handed this shield over to the government to put into a, you know, a federal museum. Uh, this is the same government that declared the Avengers uh, domestic terrorists after Age of Ultron. These are the same. This is the same government that tried to drop a nuclear bomb on New York City against Nick Fury's directive during the first Avengers movie. This is the same government that does all this crooked fucking shit in all these Marvel films. They they've had informants from Hydra in the government that have infiltrated them at a high level, and you know Sam goes, "Oh, who do I trust with this shield more than anybody else?" The fucking government. And he just hands it over and thinks that they're just going to obey his Here's the other thing to your point. I mentioned this to you the other day when you were talking to me about this a bit. Um, the vice president was working with a fucking terrorist. Yeah. So it, it really doesn't... Iron Man 3, they don't remember. Iron Man 3, yeah, I watch Iron Man 3. Point. It, shouldn't, point. it shouldn't surprise anybody that this fucking happened, right? Who's, who's the second group of people who don't like, who, who don't like John Walker? Bucky. Well, why not? Well, Bucky grew up with fucking, you know, Steve Rogers. They were best friends. He was always you know, captain. He was always captain, right? But, I mean, like, 
he's upset that Sam gave him the shield. Well, it wasn't Bucky's shield. You don't get to decide what other people do with their fucking property. If he thought that the <laughs> best way to fucking, you know, admire this was to play in a museum, even though, like I said, it was a boneheaded move, that's not Bucky's choice. You know what I mean? Yeah. If... Listen, Steve Rogers, if him and Bucky were such great fucking friends, why didn't, you know, old man Steve come back and sit down on a bench next, uh, next to Bucky? Yeah. You know what I mean? He clearly gave it to Sam because he thought Sam would, like, respect it and honor it in a way that he thought Bucky wouldn't be able to handle. Mm-hmm. Um, so for whatever reason, Steve, even though Bucky views it as, you know, Steve was my lifelong best friend and everything else, you know, he clearly wasn't handed the shield for a reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, what that reason is, I don't know. Whether it's that he's dealing with all this trauma or whether that... You know, Steve thinks that he might have still been a loose cannon because clearly he is. He's still being yeah. controlled by, you know, Baron Zemo. Uh, whatever the reason is, it's not it's not Bucky's call. And Bucky's, you know, hatred is fueled out of the, the fact that he lost a friend. And this is probably just bringing up some kind of past trauma for him, right? Yeah. The third group of people who don't like John Walker are the fucking people watching the show, right? Yeah. Because the entire show follows Sam and Bucky, two people who don't like fucking John Walker. So, obviously, your whole narrative is going to be about hating this fucking guy. And also, like I said, we've only seen like an hour and a half of film of him so far. Um, That's roughly two hours. Yeah, we've seen like, what, 12 hours of fucking film of uh, Chris Evans playing Steve Rogers, you know, like doing all this heroic shit. Clearly, you have more of a moral basis to go off of to like Mm -hmm. him. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that I didn't like Steve Rogers. He's a great, he was a great guy, you know, great Captain America and like everything else. He was true, you know, hero, all this other shit. But I'm saying that people are giving John Walker a bad rap right off the bat. And, uh, you know, I think it's just a little too early to actually fucking judge him. I think he's a straight villain, though. Yeah. You think like, so? He's definitely going to be, like, in the story, he's definitely going to be a villain. Because See, he's, he's already, already, he was already he was already starting to snap in the beginning. He's yeah. like, do you know who I am? And the guy's like, yes, I know, and he I don't is. care. And this is something else that I brought up to CJ, right? With Steve well, Rogers. Steve Rogers would never Steve Rogers say, was always a sweetheart, right? Am, he was always a sweetheart. However, they didn't just pluck John Walker off the fucking streets in the Great Depression and stick yeah. a fucking anabolic steroid needle into his arm and send yeah, him out yeah. onto the battlefield, right? Yeah. Steve was a little, the little kid on the block. He was getting his ass kicked every day. He was humble. He knew humility. When you first meet John Walker in this series, he's still wearing his fucking, you know, combat. Like, he's still wearing camo. Dude literally got plucked off the battlefield, him and uh, Hoskins. They're sitting in this locker room. They still have their fucking army fatigues on. Yeah. You know, these guys literally just got ripped off the battlefield. Um, you know, John Walker, Lamar Hoskins, these guys are special forces guys. These are guys who are getting sent out there to fucking do the country's bidding, to do, you know, whatever needs to get done, however they can. Yeah. So you don't know if this guy's dealing with PTSD. You don't know if he's lost people that he's still trying to get over in the same way that Bucky is. So if the government... Sam too. So, you know, you you prove that the government in, in the Marvel Universe is this fucking, like, bad entity that keeps doing this fucked up shit. Right. Who's in control of Wyatt... You mean, uh, fuck, I literally just forgot his name too, but I know it's not Wyatt. Who's in control of, of John Walker? Yeah, yeah. John Walker. Okay. So the government. Well, yeah, the, the government, government, technically. You yeah. know, he's not a free agent. I thought you were no. looking looking for a But in the same way, neither, person, neither is Falcon. Because yeah. Falcon, when he has his fucking wingsuit and everything else, yeah, he works true. for the Air Force. Yeah, but right now he's fucking, he's, he's out on the fucking run. If anything, Falcon yeah. is more freelance because, you yeah. know, he's just been well, he, helping. He's retired, but he gets put back into service whenever they need him. Yeah. yeah. That's his whole deal. John Walker's definitely going to be a villain. I think I think one of my theories, I agree that it is starting to get off the rails, and I feel like it's intended to make it seem like he's starting to get off the rails. He's, yeah. feeling, because the, he's feeling the pressure. Yeah. He, he thought it would come easy to him, but it's not. Right. I think that one of the things that they're going to try and do is 
have it so that way Sam and Bucky get in his like the the way that I viewed the recent events past Endgame. You look at the stuff that's come out after Endgame. Mm-hmm. You have Spider Man Far From Home, all about Peter Parker learning how to cope with losing, you know, his yeah, father yeah, figure, yeah. right? You have WandaVision, which to my knowledge so far is, you know, Wanda mm-hmm. is trying to uh, cope with losing vision, you know, mm-hmm. like that's like the whole premise of the show is that she's living out like a fairy tale life, yeah. her, right? So it's like you're dealing with like a lot of stories of you know depression and losing people and stuff like that. And so far in you know Falcon and Winter Soldier, you have two guys who lost a friend and they feel like that friend is getting replaced. Yep. How do they cope with that? Well, first they're going to be angry, and clearly they are. They don't like the guy. Yep. Every time that they do it, you know they you know they're always painting him in a bad light. They don't like the guy. Yeah. So I mean, it's going to be. I think. What's going to happen is that it's going to be, I don't want to say a lesson, because I think Disney is above teaching lessons. They just talk straight narrative. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a narrative about, you know, them getting in his way because they didn't give him a chance to try and do what was right in the first place. Yep. And that's going to cause more problems than what yeah. he would have done on his own. So w- I think what Bucky's we- going to get the shield. That was I was just going to mention that because so far we've been conditioned to think that Sam is going to go on this journey to try and get the shield back and then honor Cap's legacy. You know what? I'm going to be Captain America and I'm going to do what, what Steve wanted. Sam? No, they're not going to kill him. They're not going to. No. They're, I wouldn't put it past. No, they're not going to kill him. There's no, no, there's no way they're going to kill him. No. I'll tell you one thing. John Walker will Bucky, die. Bucky John, is left alone to John Wa- claim John, Rachel John, John and will, the shield. John Walker will die before Sam Wilson does. I guarantee that. Listen, Bucky needs a fucking life, right? Mm-hmm. I'm Captain f- America. Went. F- he had this new life set up with this nice fucking hot blonde who's the fucking niece of the love of his life. Jane Wick. Right. <laughs> Jane Wick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, Jane Wick. We'll, we'll talk about Sharon <clears throat> Carter in a bit. You know? Fucking nice life up here. He's got a new best friend named Sam, right? Now, Bucky... Has no life. He's here, right? Modern times. There's a girl who needs a guy. There's a friend who needs a friend. And there's a shield that doesn't have an arm in its slot. So overall, you're thinking, <laughs> you're thinking Bucky is going to get the shield. Yeah, I think he's going to take that whole fucking life. I think it's. they're definitely hinting that it's not definitely going to be Sam. Because in mm-hmm. the episode where Sam goes... Um, you know, maybe I shouldn't have given it away. Maybe I should have destroyed it. And Bucky's like, "Hold up, what the fuck are you gonna do?" He's yeah. like, "He's like, if you even think about doing that, I'll take that from John from Walker before you could even think about doing it." Mm-hmm. So, leading to believe, Bucky's passionate about this shield, and he wants to uphold his friend's legacy, and he definitely wants to take up the mantle. I mean, yeah. even one of the promo things, like there's a shirt at Hot Topic that says Falcon Winter Soldier, and the back of it says, "Who will wield the shield?" The whole thing is. Who's going to be the new Captain America at the end of this show? Yeah. Now, I'll go around saying, who would you prefer to be Bucky. the new Captain Bucky? Yep. Fred, I think I know your answer. I don't have a preference, to be honest with you. I don't think... I thought you were going to say John Walker. I want to see... I, I want to see... It. I want to see Bucky throw that fucking shield with that arm, dude. I think... I think it's too soon to predict who's going to end up with it, but I think that they need to come to a, a clear decision on what's if, happening with if Baron Bucky's the, Ameri- uh, the American soldier. If Bucky's Captain America, do you understand that like that the the, the shield wielding ability is now fucking multiplied because he has the fucking yeah, crazy arm. He's got the vibranium he's, arm. He's got yeah. the same serum in him, and he's got a vibranium arm. 
I don't think the same serum, but okay, but come but, on, but pretty much, yeah. Dude, he, he's a super soldier. In the last episode, he kicked somebody almost in half. Yeah, the Smirnoff yeah. equivalent of the serum. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing Falcon or Winter Soldier end up with the shield. I think Bucky is a good contender to get it because, and then I think I mentioned on here before. Sebastian Stan, to my knowledge, he's contracted to nine Marvel films. And he's already done three Captain America movies, two Avengers movies. He's doing Falcon Winter Soldier right now. So that leaves three things left. You could have him do all three Captain America movies. You could do two Captain America movies and a future Avengers movie, future show, or whatever. So he still has three things left in his contract that he could do. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what Anthony Mackie's contract is. It's probably the standard six. What's he done? He's done Winter Soldier, Age of Ultron, Civil War, Infinity War, Endgame. And then this would be six if he does have the standard six. Falcon oh. Winter Soldier. Well, this is They kill him. This is the thing, right? Mm, I still don't see it happening. Though. They're going to fucking kill this him. This is the thing, right? You said, you said that dying. you see Bucky getting shield. Mm-hmm. But what I like to do, because like I said, I like to piece everything together and like try and predict where things are going. Um what happens with the whole Baron Zemo thing and the fact that he's still being controlled by Baron Zemo? He's, he's not. Does, he's not being controlled he, by Zemo. He's no, not. he's not. He's not. He's 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 free because when he went to Zemo's cell, he, Zemo started saying the Winter Soldier code, and he's like, "Those days are over." He's like, "I know. I just wanted to see how you're adjusting to your but new he, life." He fucking snaps him back into it when they're in the bar and fucking. No, he, Bucky oh, that was an up. act. Yeah, yeah that Bucky was an act. Just, yeah. Zemo said he's like he's like you have to act like your old self. To you fucking pull this. Got it. He's okay. like you gotta. Yeah, yeah. He's like you gotta stay in character gotcha, here. Gotcha. So they were doing the whole thing with what's her name Shelby or whatever her name was when they're trying to get information mm-hmm. on the super soldier serum. So, um, first of all, if my favorite part from this entire episode was Zemo dancing by himself in the club. Yeah. <laughs> There's a meme where it says uh, that apparently that's only just. According to Daniel Brühl, who plays Zemo, just one little clip. There's a whole fucking dance he did, and there's a hashtag going around saying Re- "release the Zemo cut." Yeah, yeah, they <laughs> should love to see that. Oh my god! But uh, as we see, uh, Bucky, well, Bucky, really not Sam, helped Zemo escape from prison because they had no leads and mm-hmm. they didn't know what the fuck was going on. And I love the whole hypothetical thing. You know, it's very much action movie, Mission Impossible type stuff. Like I go through a hypothetical right. as they're saying this plan. The fucking plan is going on. Very, yep, very yep, heist yep. movie like. So Zemo escapes, and you know I love when he shows. Oh, what the hell? You're going with the prison? Like, Hang on, Sam. We needed him. He's like, if I may, no. It's yeah. I. There's a fucking thing where it shows, uh, uh, Tony and Cap in Endgame. Fucking uh, what's her name? Wanda and uh, Monica. <laughs> From WandaVision, and now Zemo, uh, being and uh, fucking Sam and Bucky, the fucking lady and the cat meme. Oh shit! That's the oh whole, yeah, I saw that meme. Oh my god, it's I so, saw that meme. I love those memes. Yeah. I love it so much. <laughs> so we learn Zemo is of royalty. He's a Baron, which in the comment he is Baron Zemo. We saw the classic purple face mask. Um, and they're in Madripoor. They're trying to find information about the Super Soldier Serum. And they find out that from the power broker and the doctor. Uh, I'm trying to get the fucking doctor's name here real quick. Um, Winter Soldier. This is going to be probably edited out just so I can get some real dead space here. Um, the doctor who was make uh, Doctor Rainer. I think it says here on Google. Uh, he was the one producing the. 
No, that's the fucking doctor from that's Bucky's therapist. That's like his therapist. That's yeah. Bucky's therapist. Yeah. Anyway, I can't remember his name, but the guy who was making the super soldier serum, he was recruited by Hydra, and he had nearly perfected it. He said from blood samples from a soldier. Uh, fucking being Isaiah Bradley right. and Sam even saying like they couldn't even say Isaiah's name like he wasn't even a real person um, you know they took samples of his blood they isolated the the super soldier serum and he was able to make it to where you don't get really jacked up you just like you'd look normal it's but, discreet but yeah, you have discreet, you have all the but power you, but you have all the power of the super soldier serum you know because we saw when Sam took it he sorry Sam uh, when Steve took it, he got super jacked. But you look mm-hmm. at Carly Morgenthal, Carly Morgenthal looks like a normal little girl. Right. You know? And she, and she kicked Bucky's ass ten times over in the second episode. That's right. So, you know, we see that. We see that Sharon's helping them, and she's on the run in Madripoor, and she's been uh, selling stolen artifacts. Um, oh, that's right. That's what she's, she's like doing. A, she's like an which, illegal art dealer. Which, by yeah. the way, I said this to Fred when he, we watched the episode together a couple of years ago. Uh, the the guy with the white beard and the white hair and the glasses looked like Jack Black. In the in the, the club scene when they're originally the club meeting scene, up. when Sharon it's like it's Sharon's like five to ten seconds before Zemo's dance cut. You got to rewatch the episode. I'm like I'm, gonna have to. I'm like Jack Black. It's not Jack Black, but no, it looks not. it looks just like Jack Black though. Although just, they do need to bring Jack Black into it. They they really movie. I don't know why he's yeah. not in there yet. You know what would be great. Jimmy Woo and Jack Black in the series together. Yeah. Oh my god! I I told this to CJ the other night on Reddit. There is like a a fan petition that is going around to make like an X Files type series, following Jimmy Woo and like having him just go around dealing with all the oddball shit that just happens. Like that would be the, that'd be so like, good. The fans want to start a petition for this, and like I would totally fucking get on. Do board it! With I would that. fucking yeah. watch it. Make that'd Jack be awesome. Black his partner. Oh my yes. god! Yes, that'd be fucking Jim, great. Jimmy, okay, give give a name for Jack Black in the MCU. <laughs> what's that what's the scientist girl's name with the really nice rack darcy lewis <laughs> the girl from new girl and thor movies so so in in the, yeah in the thor movie her name is darcy or is her real life name is darcy no her, her, her real name is cat jennings oh what? okay so the right. mcu's name is darcy yes okay so she needs he, he jack black needs like an old 50s name huey <laughs> huey that would fit huey. I would, and what's last. the last name can't don't make it lewis <laughs> <laughs> no I don't know last name Donahue Huey Donahue yeah Jimmy Woo and Huey Donahue Marvel and the words of Captain Jean-Luc Picard make it so I like that let's do it um, anyway so more there's more to unravel from the whole Falcon Winter Soldier episode like we said we have seen Sharon Carter we haven't seen Sharon Carter since Civil War now we have to assume that she didn't get blipped because for her to have this kind of stroke that she has in Madripoor uh, has to believe that she's been around for the past five plus years yeah right so there you know we saw her fucking up these guys who have where this bounty is on Zemo, uh, Bucky, and Sam. When they're trying to find information, they were talking to the doctor about the super soldier serum, mm-hmm. which Zemo ends up killing him because he's against super soldiers and Zemo's looking crazy. Anyway, we see Sharon Carter, a.k.a. Jane Wick, fucking these guys up Yep. to the point where, like, she, what is it? She she threw the, 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 the pole at that girl? Or was yeah, that fucking impaled? Or was that, or I feel like that was pipe. Bucky. No, that was Bucky. No, that was Bucky. That was Bucky. Like she, but she took a guy, he was getting shot, and he was using him as a shield, and she fucking threw a knife in some dude's chest in his face. She was 
fucking awesome Sharon Carter. Yeah. Loved yeah. her. But there is something suspicious about her. When Zemo found the old Pontiac Firebird, which I believe that's a Pontiac Firebird, an old one, and they're driving, he has a thing for old muscle cars. The great callback of when Sam's in the back seat and he's like, you're not going to move your seat up, are you? And Bucky's just like, no. no. The great callback <laughs> to when Bucky asks Sam to move his seat in Civil War. Can, can you please move your seat up? No. <laughs> I mean, he tried yeah. to kill him like a few hours prior. Yeah. So we see Sharon go over and there's a driver and she says, we got a big problem. In fact, a few. I'll tell you on the ride. Yeah. Right. Now that's very, very suspicious. Yep. Now there's a few theories going around that what if Sharon Carter is working for the power broker? Or what if she is the power broker? Now, I'm gonna go out and say that I don't think she could be the power broker. No. Because the power broker appears to have had this reputation for a very long time to the point where Zemo has had history in Magipore years prior to when she was enemy of the state. Mm-hmm. So I would have to believe that she's definitely working for him. Yeah. What do you guys think? I mean, I would also assume that like Sam or somebody working for the government would have heard something about her being, you know, the power broker or something. Because I'm sure like yeah, right. the government has been just trying to keep track like on where she is. Yeah. So I would, I would say that to that's probably like very To become like a figurehead would be like fucking stupid of her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she would definitely want to have power but definitely lie low to the point where make her money definitely do what she's got to do to survive Mm -hmm. but at the same point she doesn't want to be this huge big figure she could work and get paid for the guy and definitely make her money that way on on the side but uh but that's what i'm thinking i'm thinking she's working for the power broker and i think this is going to come to bite sam and bucky in the ass i think uh i have a theory too I don't know where it would lead to. I'm going to bring it up here just because... Uh, sure, go ahead. Like that's, I said, that's what, this, ca- whole, casual that's, that's what this whole thing so, is about. Yeah. Uh, I need help with the timeline here. When does the Black Widow movie take place? In between Civil War and, and right before Infinity War. When does Peggy Carter get exiled? Peggy Carter probably gets exiled like right after. She probably went on the run right after she, told, she stole Cap's shield and Falcon's wings. Right. But when was that? That was during the same time frame, right? 2016. There's no official year as to when this movie is. Like, for all we know, Black Widow could take place in 2017 because, or, or in 2018. Because the thing of Peggy Carter, you know, fighting off six dudes at once, putting guys in arm bars and shooting people, and also being, you know, nimble enough to apparently sneak into art galleries and steal a ton of shit. Yeah. Could it be possible that she receives some kind of training from Black Widow? Black Widow? Um, I don't know about Black Widow, but... Here's one thing I'm thinking. What if Sharon Carter could have this hidden super soldier serum? Well, oh, yeah, that was the other thing I was going to bring up, too, because they mention it in the, the third episode. As, she uh, sells a lot of illegal shit. As, uh, mm-hmm. as Carly Morgenthal is standing outside of that one, you know, German police precinct or whatever that is. Yeah. Um, you know, she and her partner are talking about how there were 20 doses of the super serum. And they said that they had however many left, but I don't recall however many they said. Well, there's, they, they, there's they, eight, they took a few of them. I think there's they said eight 16 of them. left. There's eight of them that took it, and there were 20 total, I believe. There were 20 mm. total, so they have about a dozen left. Mm. Something like that. So they are probably, I mean, they have their own little camp, and they have their own little thing. Uh, there was a woman who had tuberculosis who Carly wanted to give the serum to, whether she was a friend or a family member. We don't know the relationship of her yet. Yep. We just know that she was dying and Carly was crying. Be like, I'm sorry. Yeah. And so we know Carly couldn't save her. That's probably her mom or something. I have to feel, she has to be like some kind of mother figure to her or something. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have the same last name, but, but I, 
I can't remember the, the person's name, but I know they didn't have the same last name in the show because I wouldn't mm-hmm. remember if her last name was Morgenthau. Oh, that's Carly's mom. She has yeah. to be some kind of mother figure to Carly. Yep. Um, which also, I'm actually really loving the character development of Carly Morgenthau. Oh, yeah. Because at first, you know, she's, really she, badass. she's this kind of like little badass chick. And, you know, when the when the Flag Smashers are trying to get away in the planes, like Power Brokers men, how much time do we have? None. And that guy sacrifices himself. Yep. yep. So the way she hugged him, there's got to be some kind of prior relationship, mm-hmm. whether they were, in a, they were in a relationship or there's history or they're really close friends closer than the other groups of the Flag Smashers, there's something there. So she lost this person, this person's really, this guy really important to her, and this potential mother figure in the show. And now she, they steal this these supplies to help their camp, but then she blows up the fucking building with all the people in there. Even the guy's like, there's people in there. She's like, drive. This is the only language these people know. Yeah. So she, we're getting her reasons as to why she's doing what she's doing, but she's turning a bit to the dark side as well. Yep. You know, I think she might be like John Walker. I think she may be losing sight as to why she's doing what she's doing. Yep. She um she's starting to develop like an evil Robin Hood kind of persona where she's like you know stealing from the government saying like oh you have six months of supplies here I have people that are starving and like all this other shit and then she's going around blowing, blowing them people up people up and painting them as terrorists even though you know from what I'm understanding about the flag smashes is that they're just trying to make some kind of. Uh, unity project where people just one, come together, one world, yeah. one people, which is their yep. thing. That's so. you know that's their th- their whole thing. They liked things better when the blip was around. They didn't like, you know, you know they didn't like other countries. They liked one again, one world, one people. But you know, I think Carly is starting to lose sight of why she was doing this in the first place. Yep. You know, again, could be a loss of a loved one. Another yeah. story of uh, how maybe, to deal with that kind of anger. Yeah, maybe. Uh... Maybe the Avengers have something to do with the loss of her mom. I'm not necessarily sure about that. But then again, we look at Zemo and how he lost his family due in Sokovia because of it. Yep. Yeah. Which uh, I think we mentioned before, Zemo's rich now. Or he's, yep. he's, been, he's been rich. rich. And that ex- I mean, that explains how he was able to travel everywhere in Civil War. Yeah. I like that little loot. I like that little I like his. There. I like his old ass butler that he has too. Oh, he's yeah, cool. right. He's that's, some, that's some good chemistry going on there. I really yeah. like that. Like the guy gave, he gave me a bit of Alfred vibes. Yeah. Just just older Val- Alfred vibes. Like Alfred's just getting ready to retire, and you know, just he's actually more or less more. Remember the the Butler in uh, the Spider Man movies? Mm-hmm. He reminds me a little bit of that. Okay. Where he was like a he was like a a friend and a, a family member to to Harry Osborn. He, that's what he reminds me of. Forgot yeah. the forgot the Alfred thing. But overall, the last thing we see in this episode. What was the last thing we see in this episode? Sam, Zemo, and uh, Bucky were going to this little safe house that Zemo had uh, for them to to crash and plot their next move. Mm-hmm. But Zemo and Sam were going inside. Uh, Bucky's like, you know what? I'm going to take a walk. He's like, Sam's like, you good? Yeah, yeah. I'll be right back. He finds a kimono bead on the on the ground. Now, for those of you who don't remember, a kimono bead is from Black Panther. Mm-hmm. That was on their bracelets. He finds another one on the side of a building. Then he goes into an alley. He's like, you drop something. And the whole time I'm thinking, oh, shit, it's Shuri. It's Shuri. It's got to be Shuri. Yeah. Or, or in Koye or, or somebody from Wakanda. And then, well, I was half right. It is somebody from Wakanda. It's Ayo. 
Now, she was Black Panther's uh, bodyguard in Civil mm-hmm. War. She was in the uh, Black Panther movie, and she was in Infinity War as well. Now, there's no telling if whether or not... She, I don't remember if she was blipped. I don't remember if she blipped or not, if that was ever explained fully. But she is now in Wakanda. I mean, not Wakanda. She's in wherever country Sam, Bucky, and Zemo are. Now, remember, one of the big key things that Sam mentioned was in the beginning, he's like... We can't break out Zemo. He killed King T'Chaka. He blew up the UN. He blamed you for King... And he framed you for King T'Chaka's death. Uh, for his death. You think the Wakandans forgot about that? It's a trick question, Buck. No, they didn't forget about that. So even when she said in Wakandan, she's like, I'm here for Zemo. Mm-hmm. So right. obviously the Wakandans are pissed because Zemo's out of prison. They killed their leader. They killed their 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 their, their you know their heroes, so to speak. And now this guy's out of prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Bucky has a close relationship with the Wakandans because, you know, like you said, he is he was called the White Wolf. Mm-hmm. And it leads to believe that I'm, I'm really glad there's a Black Panther tie into this. Maybe we could get some kind of explanation as to how they're going to lead into Black Panther 2. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they're going to fully say that, you know, uh, T'Challa died or that, or maybe it's just like he's not doing well. Or just maybe something as vague yeah, as that. Yeah, see some kind of time to see what's going what on. What if he felt some shit before he passed? Chadwick Boseman? Yeah. I, I was thinking I that too. I don't know. Maybe it's possible, but I'm not sure. And they but, just kept it fucking hush hush all this time. I mean, look at the the uh, the thing with you know with. Or they CGI his ass. We, we still got uh, Stan Lee cameos. So I mean, yeah, right. You know, it's well, not unheard of for Marvel I'm, to film stuff. In no, advance. I mean they they did do that, but then they decided not to do that. Like they just they decided like you know oh we have all these cameos in case when Stan's kind time does come we'll have them. But then after he died, they're just like you know what we think it would just be distasteful if we had these here and put them there. I mean, me personally, no. I think they would have been really great. They would have been fucking great. It would have been if the guy recorded him. He obviously he, yeah, he wanted it. He wanted used, it to happen. Yeah. But maybe because they just wanted to be like a nice little tribute and be like, you know what? Because eventually they were going to run out, and we wouldn't know when they would. At least this way, we know they're done. Yeah. In that 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 way, so to speak. Um, Could you imagine Deadpool. the fucking Vegas betting odds <laughs> on that shit? Like, oh my uh, god! Oh, like Jesus how many Christ. Stan Lee cameos are there going to be? How many are in the can? Yeah. After he passed. Yeah. Um, anyway, well, where do you think this... To wrap things up here, where do you think this uh, will go with Ao now being in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier? I think she's going to try to kill Zemo. She's going to end up working with them, and she's going to help get the shield back. Fred? Um, you see, it's difficult, because obviously they have a good relationship with Bucky, but I don't know how they feel about Sam. I don't. I know that they probably don't like Zemo, so it's well, going to be... Mean, they, they definitely, I mean, they definitely like Sam more than Zemo. I mean, Sam yeah. was helping fight for Wakanda in Infinity War. I got a feeling is not going to like Wyatt Russell either. Probably not. And yeah. she's going to want to help take the shield back because, remember, Cap, Cap had the fucking Black Panther fucking shields. Yeah. Remember the game fucking 2? The Vibranium, like, yeah. gauntlets or whatever they were. Yeah, they dude, were that was so sick. awesome. Dude, that was sick. Yeah. This is really fucking cool. Yeah, I, so. Yeah, but also, uh, well, alternatively, could you also see some kind of a partition happening here again? Because, you know, you would have, uh, like you were saying, um, fuck, John Walker apparently works for the government. Mm-hmm. He doesn't apparently. He does work for the government, um, which means that, you know, he'd be following out the UN diplomatic stuff. So if 
the Wakandans want to have Zemo, you know, knocked off or whatever, thrown back in jail, but Zemo is the only, um, you know, lead that Bucky and Sam have. Are you possibly going to see some kind of conflict here where, you know, John Walker and Lamar Hoskins are now trying to work with the Wakandans to try and take Zemo away from uh, Bucky and Sam? I mean, that's possible. I definitely think if they know about it, Walker and Hoskins will probably approach the Wakandans, but... Overall, you know, she trusts Bucky the most. Yeah. She definitely trusts <clears throat> yeah. Bucky the most. And it's probably the first episode is going to be like, why the fuck are you with this guy? Yeah. Why yep. is he out of prison? He killed my king. Get get him. He needs to go back to prison. I mean, I think she'll probably definitely maybe join up in their group. Mm-hmm. I think v- Zemo's going to do some shit where. He like we, escapes. He escaped. I mean, he almost did it once in the third episode. I'm thinking we could see something that's probably so shocking, but then again, it's like, it's it's shocking where it's like, why didn't I see that coming? You know, Zemo kills Sam. No, I I, I got a bigger one. Zemo kills John Walker because he broke up the Avengers and he got his one wish. But how great would it have been for Zemo? Not for for us, but for Zemo, had he killed Steve Rogers? Him not only getting to have the notch in his belt of of, you know, breaking up the Avengers, but killing the new Captain America. I mean, yeah. Buck, Bucky and Sam have to get that shield back somehow. Yeah. I mean, if John Walker's dead, it's like you know, it's like, hey, buddy, you can't use this anymore. And then Zemo probably becomes the main antagonist by the end of the series. Yeah. Yeah, because that was my other question: is what happens to Zemo by the end of all of this? So he's definitely going to be a big play in the MCU for years to come because yeah, he took back the fucking mask he's going to use it for something Baron, yeah, right. Baron Zemo is a big proponent in the Marvel comics so I don't by the way I don't want John Walker to die no I don't want him to die either because but... I want him to be I want Wyatt Russell to stick around because he's doing fantastic but can I just say that in episode 2 when they're uh, fighting on top of those trucks when Lamar falls off the fucking truck and he throws the fucking shield under him, that's some fucking prime Captain America shit. That, that is, is, that, that, that is that fucking cool. It is fucking cool. That's my, my friend who really liked Steve Rogers and really liked Chris Evans playing him was like offended that he fucking threw the shield on, like on the fucking highway to like save this guy. I'm like, dude, it's literally the most Captain America thing you could do is put yeah, yourself, yeah, yeah. Like literally that, throw that away is, your best weapon in the that fight. Is something, to that is something man. Steve Rogers would have done for somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Like if Hawkeye or Black Widow, somebody who doesn't have like some kind of super suit or super power to get them back up on that truck, that's what Steve would have done for somebody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Really yeah. puts himself at the disadvantage in a fight and gets his ass whooped because of it. Exactly. But he did it to save his friend. It's the most Captain America shit you could do. Exactly. Anyway, this was a bit of a long one, thanks to my why The Last Jedi is the worst fucking Star Wars movie ever. <laughs> um, probably didn't explain my reasonings, but we'll have to make that for a podcast for another day. To go yeah, well, we're supposed, to do, we're supposed to do a whole episode where we rewrite the fucking three... We sh- I say we- I- I'm not even sure we could we should rewrite Force Awakens. We could a little tweaks here and there, but I think we should like fi- let's stick to two to keep it under an hour. Yeah, let's <laughs> week. Well, they could be two different episodes. Yeah, why not? Make the people wait. Part one, part two. Yeah, exactly. Part one, part two. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Fan Speculation. I'm a little behind schedule here because I said I'd get social medias up. Well, you know what? I'm gonna make them tonight, and then by tomorrow, well. Today, when you listen to this, the Thursday of this week that you listen to this, they'll be up. So you'll find that out. Uh, just please be sure to 
plug. I'm plugging all my other shit now. Listen to my wrestling podcast, not another wrestling podcast. Go mm-hmm. check out my band Hollow Heroes on Spotify and mm-hmm. Apple Music and on YouTube. Yep. Uh, thank you guys all so much for listening. Check out the Vincent Caroni fan page. Yep, there uh, <laughs> we always post up when there's a new episode for uh, fan speculation. So yes. that's a good source to keep up to date on our podcast. Yes, yes, we do. So until until those uh, social medias come up, that is a good source of information to get this podcast. It's a lot of good shit on and the Vinny Kearney fan page, yeah. A lot yes. of memes. Anyway, <laughs> uh, you can be listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from. So, uh, thank you so much, Fred, for coming on. No problem. Thank you for having me. So, for CJ Palmasano and Vinny Carini. see you next time. Bye.